Welcome to this sermon podcast from Myo Baptist Church, and thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that God's Word will be an encouragement to you and a reminder that the Bible has all the answers to living a successful and fulfilled life. Again, thanks for listening. We now join the service in progress. An important topic tonight, as you can see beside me. Church members are called to be great team players. You know, I've always been inspired by high school sports. I used to coach high school basketball, a little bit of uh, football, but primarily basketball. And the commitment of youngsters uh, in their teens to do whatever it takes to make their team successful. I mean, committed and you know, if they got to get up early for practice or stay late for practice or stay late to do homework so they can practice, I'm always inspired by that. But if anybody ought to be inspiring, it ought to be the local church. I mean, winning a football trophy is fine, a basketball trophy is fine, but being declared a, a faithful servant, uh, a good soldier, as the Bible says, is all the more important and has all the more Significant. So I want to talk about that this evening and understand that you, if you are watching this, you are called to be a great team player. And it's something you can do. And it is important to the cause, to this church. Let's begin in Scripture. 1 Corinthians 12, 18. But now hath God set the members... Okay, we're talking about team members set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased Him. We are not to go it alone. We are not to throw the towel in on church. And if they were all one member, where were the body? In other words, these are different members with different abilities. We, can't, we, we don't want to all have the same gifts. We're better off with our differences, our differing gifts, differing personalities, different instincts. But now are they many members, but yet one body. A modern way of saying that is we are team members. And verse number 21 says, and listen to this, and the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Notice what it says here, I have it underlined. You cannot say, I don't need my team, or I don't need some members of our team. You cannot say that. You cannot go it alone. Well, I mean, you can, but you're going to be in outright disobedience to the Lord, and you're going to be hurting the cause of Christ. And as we're separated right now, many pastors are concerned that you know, they're the shepherd of the flock and some of the sheep, as the shepherd can't be directly with them, may begin to wander off. But that can't happen. And I'm here to remind you of the importance of being a team member. I like this definition of a team player. Someone who puts aside his personal goals and works well with others, doing what he needs to do, to strive for a common goal. It's, it's working together, that common goal, 
This definition says working well with others. Now, you're not going to agree with all the others. You're not going to relate to all the others. But when you are members one of another, as the Bible says, we have to be mature enough to understand that and understand the importance that we work together. Again, the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Some people might think during this COVID crisis when we're not able to meet together like we like, that it's okay to think, well, you know, I've learned I can do without the church. No, you can't. You're going to get in trouble. I guarantee you, you walk away from the church, you're going to get in trouble. And the church is not going to be as strong as if you were there fully committed, involved, dedicated. What does this mean? This means church members need each other and must work together with each other if they're to succeed for the Lord. That is teamwork. Now, how important is teamwork? Okay, Let me share with you five things that I got from a, an article. But th these five things resonate. The, the, the guy that wrote this article got it right. I'll go through them quickly. Why, why is it important for us to stick together? Why is it wrong for us to say, I don't need them. I don't need you. I don't need the church. I can go it alone. Why is it wrong? Five things, real quick. And then Got some other things after that. Number one, teamwork promotes unity in the workplace. Now, this was an article about the workplace, but it equally applies to the church, and it's more important to the church. This writer says, and I quote, a teamwork environment promotes an atmosphere that fosters friendship and loyalty. These close-knit relationships motivate employees in parallel and align them to work harder, cooperate, and be supportive of one another. There's just something about being on a team, being a part of a team. It brings unity when you are a part of a team. Secondly, teamwork offers differing perspectives and feedback. Good teamwork, he says, structures provide your organization with a diversity of thought, creativity, perspectives, opportunities, and problem-solving approaches. A proper team environment allows individuals to brainstorm collectively, which in turn increases their success to problem-solve and arrive at solutions more efficiently and effectively. In other words, when you, a team can do more than a single individual. Two heads are better than one. I mean, at our staff meetings, oftentimes we'll get together. Remember the day we used to have staff meetings, Jamie? Long time ago, we had staff meetings. And we were able to get together. And, and you bring diversity. You bring different opinions. You bring different talents. That's a good thing. Uh, my Zoom meeting with the deacons. You know, that, that part of what that's all about is all together we're better than we are separately. That's why you are such a valuable member of this team. You may not think you're valuable. You may not think you are missed. But, but you are valuable. And you're, you're missed when you're not here. Next, teamwork provides <clears throat> for improved efficiency and productivity. When incorporating teamwork strategies, you become more efficient and productive. This is because it allows the workload to be shared, reducing the pressure on individuals to ensure tasks are completed within a set time frame. Teamwork provides for improved efficiency. You do this, you do that. I mean, to see, um, to see Lisa Wise 
organize the, the, the making of the, of the pasties. That, that's amazing. I mean, why, is it, why do they get so many done? It, it's organized. It, it's teamwork. So important for us to understand that. And then working in a team enables us to learn from one another's mistakes. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, we can get together in a staff meeting and I can suggest something and Jamie could easily say, well, we tried that at the church down in Florida and that didn't work. And, but if you don't have a team member there, you're going to go just go ahead and you're going to make the mistake on your own. You're able to avoid future errors, gain insight from differing perspectives and learn new concepts from more experienced colleagues. And lastly, what's the value of teamwork? Teamwork promotes workplace synergy. Synergy means you, you, you do more together than you can individually. The writer says mutual support, shared, mutual support shared goals, cooperation and encouragement provide workplace synergy. When team members are aware of their own responsibilities and roles as well as the significance of their output being relied upon by the rest of their team, team members will be driven to share the same vision, values and goals. I mean, when I used to coach, I mean, on a team, they would, they would encourage each other. Somebody get tired, you know, somebody out there just fatigue out on the court, and the other team members up there hollering, clapping, say, you can do it, hang in there, you know, five more minutes, you can, you can do this. So it, it's vital. It's vital not only what you receive from your fellow team members, but it's vital to what you give to your fellow team members. And it's important for us to understand that. And again, the Bible stresses this. Let's go to Scripture, because Scripture's not going to let you go it alone. Scripture's not going to let you get discouraged and go it alone. Scripture, scripture is not going to let you uh, get upset with somebody and think then it's okay to go along. No, you're going to have to go contrary to your Heavenly Father and what He gives us in Scripture. <clears throat> Hebrews 10, one of my favorite passages of Scripture in the entire Bible. Let us draw near let us collectively draw near in full assurance of faith. Our faith unites us. It, it binds us together. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. We're not like we used to be. We used to be selfish and self-centered and, and, and maybe a prickly personality. No, we're different now. Let us, plural, hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. And you really want to see teamwork? We go to verse number 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Let us encourage one another. Now is no time to be uh, negative, or pessimistic, or, I mean, we don't have to think pie in the sky, but as long as God's on the throne, we have reason to be optimistic. And as long as he's left us here, he's got a mission for us to accomplish. Let us consider one another. Think about each other. Don't get wrapped up in yourself now to provoke unto love and the good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. What I'm attempting to do right now is exhort you. And you need to be exhorting others as well. Now, a few weeks ago, 
I shared with you from uh, Nehemiah uh, what a great leader looks like. And um, oftentimes when you're at a preaching conference or you hear preaching on leadership, they go to Nehemiah, and it's a great place to go. But I discovered a few years back that it is also a great place to go to learn about what it takes to be a great team member. Because, you know, Nehemiah went to Jerusalem. The walls had been torn down forever. The people had never had the motivation to, to or the leadership to rebuild the walls. And it was a reproach. And therefore, it was a reproach upon God, their, their father. And then Nehemiah comes along and he provides great leadership. But had he just provided great leadership, the walls would not have been restored in the miraculous way in the short time that they were. He's only half the equation. The other half of the equation are the team members. The team members that became a part of Nehemiah's team. And without them, that wall never gets built. They are equally important to the success of the story that we read about in Nehemiah. Yes, leadership is important. It's very important. But so are those that are the members of the team. They get it done. And it is not a lesser position. It, it, it is in no way. I mean, both, both are, are equal. It's just, it's just different, different responsibilities according to God's plan, but all equally important. So I want us to look now tonight at that same book, Nehemiah, but instead of focusing on Nehemiah and his leadership, I want to focus on the people. Now, some of you may be thinking, didn't he preach on this before? Yeah, years ago I preached on this. But it is uh, now's the perfect time to, to revisit this. So very quickly, seven things. What do great team members look like? I, I want to be describing you. I want to be describing you. If you're watching this right now, I, I want to be describing you. What does it look like? Seven. We'll go through them quickly. Great team players are motivated by the goodness of a cause. Great team players are motivated inspired by the goodness of a cause. Nehemiah 2.18. This is Nehemiah talking. Then I told them of the hand of my God which was good upon me as also the king's word that he had spoken unto me. And they said, the people said, let us rise up and build so they strengthen their hands for this good work. Great team members get on board when there's a great cause. The cause before us now is to encourage each other to remain faithful during this unusual time so that our light will shine brightly. It means you're checking on each other. It means you're contacting those you think that might be a little discouraged or vulnerable. It means you're engaged and proactive on purpose. You are a great team member. If you're listening to my voice right now, if you are committed to this cause... You are not discouraged. You are not defeated. You're not wallowing in self-pity. You're not wallowing in depression. You are motivated by this cause. Those people saw that as a great work, and they committed themselves to it. Number two, great team players accept and fulfill their different roles. Okay, now we got a cause? Okay, how are we going to make it happen? Nehemiah 3, 2. The whole chapter explains people building different places on the wall. And next to him, oh, I gotta get there. Great team players motivated, goodness of a cause. 
Great team players except and fulfilled their different roles. And next unto him builded the men of Jericho, and next to them builded Zachar, the son of Emery, and on and on it goes. They're not arguing about, I want to do this, I want to do that. I think it was probably understood that you have talents to do this, and you guys would be better doing this, and you're scared of heights, so no, I don't want you up there. You'll be perfect down here. You don't have a fear of heights. Okay, then I want you up there. Great team players accept and fulfill their different roles. And, it, and, it, and it's critical that you see your role right now. You understand that your role in this pandemic, pandemic may be different than somebody else's. You may have different talents, different, a different personality. You understand, though, that every role is important. You're not jealous of somebody else. You understand that your role is making a difference. Whatever your role is, it is making a difference. And you need to see and understand your role during this time as a part of our church family. Number three, great team players press on even in the face of opposition. In chapter four, verse number two, these people started building the wall, and guess what? There were critics. And he spake before his brethren in the army of Samaria and said, What do these feeble Jews, will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? They were facing real criticism. Now, today, our opposition might not be individuals per se. Your opposition your, would be in the form maybe of, of a fear or anxiety or depression that defeats you. And just like they didn't listen to the opposition back then, you can't listen to the satanic opposition that may come in the form of fear, anxiety, and depression. Now, you may have to deal with it, as most everybody does, but you never give in to it. You fight it, and you fight it, and you fight it, and you research, and you do what you got to do, and you pray, and you read your Bible, and you get good counsel, you get people around you that can encourage you. Great team players press on even in the face of opposition. Number four, great team players support the work with prayer. Look at verse number nine. Nevertheless, we made, this is all the people, made our prayer unto, unto our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. One of the reasons they were able to have such remarkable success and rebuild the wall and we're reading about it thousands of years later is because it was bathed in prayer. And right now, our prayer lives ought to be running on all cylinders, maybe as never before. Maybe the Lord has revealed to you in no uncertain terms the importance of prayer. He's got our attention. We should be praying for everyone's physical health. We should be praying for everyone's mental health. And we should be praying for everyone's spiritual health. Great team players support the work with prayer. And I want to know as your pastor that you are praying. Praying better, more often, more fervently than ever before. Number five, great team players take inspiration from the Lord. They take inspiration from the Lord. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles, and this is Nehemiah, and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, be not ye afraid of them. Remember, you know, they, they got this opposition that's threatening them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible or mighty. And fight for your brethren, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your houses. 
great team players take inspiration from the Lord. Let us be reminded in these unusual times of the Lord's love for us. Let us be reminded of the Lord's faithfulness to us. Let us be reminded of His protective care around us. And let us be reminded that someday we will spend forever with Him in a place we'll never want to leave called heaven. Number six, great team players do whatever it takes. They do whatever it takes. Nehemiah 4.18, For the builders, everyone had his sword girded by his side and so builded, and he that sounded the trumpet was by me. They're building the building. They're getting criticism from people they think may attack them. So in addition to laying stone, they got their sword by their side. Whatever it takes. They were committed. They were not going to cave in. And as never before, we need to be committed. We need to do whatever it takes. Be resolved to do whatever it takes. And lastly, number seven. This one's so important. Great team players respond properly to rebuke and correction. In the middle of all this wall building and the threat of attack, no doubt the people are tired, they're exhausted, physically tired, mentally exhausted, and then some of the people that had money were taking advantage of some of the poorer people, and it was really creating a problem. And word gets to Nehemiah that there's, there, there's some infighting starting. Well, if that happens, forget the wall. Nothing is accomplished when people are uh, not unified. And look at Nehemiah's response. Nehemiah says in verse number 6 of chapter 5, And I was very angry when I heard the cry and these words. Sometimes leaders get upset. But look at what happens. He rebuked them. He told them what they needed to do. And they responded. And they then said they, in verse number 12, We will restore them, and we will require nothing of them, so we will do as thou sayest. Then I called the priest and took an oath of them that they should do according to this promise. Great team players may find themselves in a, in a lot of pressure. And sometimes the coach or Nehemiah or the pastor may have to address things. Great team players, when they know that their leader loves them and wants the best for everybody, will realize we've made a mistake and we need to correct it. Those people did some wonderful things. What did they do? What's a great team player? I want this to describe you. It can describe you. Great team players are motivated by the goodness of a cause. Great team players accept and fulfill their different roles. They're not jealous of other people or why didn't he call on me? Great team players press on even in the face of opposition. Great team players support the work with prayer. Great team players take inspiration from the Lord. Great team players do whatever it takes. Great team players respond properly to rebuke and correction. Very important for us to understand that. We're living in historic times. And we're going to come through this okay. And when I'm talking to most people, I usually end the conversation by saying, I think when this is over, we'll be better than before. 
And our church will be in a position. God is doing some neat things right now. And I think we're going to be in a position as never before to see God do some wonderful things at this church. Remember, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of thee. That's a personification. That, that would be like saying, Larry cannot say unto Jim, I don't need you. No, we need each other. You, you cannot do that. This is so important. And I am so excited. And I, I want to thank you because from what I'm seeing, you are rising to the occasion. I am seeing great team play among our church members, if you will, who are demonstrating the same qualities as the people at Jerusalem. They were under a lot of pressure. It was an uncomfortable time. It was a tiring time. It was a frustrating time for them. But we know we have the formula for success, if you will. We have the formula for getting great things done. We have the formula for bringing honor and glory to God. This, this needs to be our finest moment. This needs to be a group of people that God looks down and He is pleased with. And we can have an, uh, an unprecedented opportunity to help people. Let's have a word of prayer. Let me pray for you, for our church family. I want to thank you for the, the teamwork that you have demonstrated. Dear Lord, thank you for our church family. Thank you for the teamwork demonstrated. Thank you, Lord, for people doing their roles. Thank you for their commitment to a great cause. Thank you for them following the leader. Thank you for them encouraging one another. Thank you, Lord, for their prayer lives. Lord, may, when this is said and done, we look back on it ten years from now. Lord, may we see that you did a great work through this little congregation in this remote place in northern Michigan. And Lord, it's just like you to do something just like that. And we thank you for that. Keep our church family safe. Provide for our church family, Lord. Keep us healthy, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that the service was a blessing to you and that you were encouraged by God's Word. If you have any questions about Mile Baptist Church, please contact us anytime. You can find contact information on our website at myobaptistchurch.com. Thanks for listening.